SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gable Bradsey, throwing it down with the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. I'm on the grid, and so is Cam. Let's do this thing as we got National Hockey League playoff hockey uh, going on, NBA bubble basketball, light night on the diamond, uh, upset in the Champions League. Let's rock and roll, Cam. What's going on? Yeah, what's happening? Yeah, Leipzig getting it done against Atletico Madrid. Uh, big shocker there. And I got to hand it to these, these Champions League games are pretty exciting. Look at the end yesterday where Atlanta, they finally ran out of gas because they played a lot of games in the Italian restart. And uh, PSG took advantage with uh, two goals late, Gabe. Yeah, shout out there. And uh, Columbus giving up the first goal in the game, three unanswered. This team is absolutely resilient. Like, they're everything you love in a team. I wish I was almost a Blue Jackets fan, Gabe, because they do everything you want to do. They never quit. They battle. Their goaltender's on fire right now. They didn't have Cam Adkinson in the lineup today. Still won. Got to hand it to these guys. Tampa Bay, you score the first goal, then you let your foot off the gas. Big mistake. I do. I, I give a lot of credit to uh, to the Columbus uh, Blue Jackets for the resiliency, for the heart uh, that they show. You, you know, say what you will about John Tortorella, but the guy, you know, the guy Wicked gets coach. the most. Yeah, he gets he the does. most out of his players. You know, I'll mm-hmm. give him. I'll give him credit uh, for that. But at the same point in time, I think it's also time that we start looking at the Tampa Bay Lightning a little bit, and you know, maybe they're just not as good as people think they are, Cam. Yeah, that that's yeah. like maybe maybe we're at a point right now. Like people keep like being surprised. Oh, I can't believe they didn't win. They got upset. <laughs> what a massive upset! I don't know. Like if if a team like never wins, like after a while, we have to stop thinking it's an upset when they lose. Yeah, and another thing, Gabe, when you really dissect these guys, and I really watched, not like I focused on the defense today. It's a big problem with that team. And for people who don't know, Zach Bergosian was a guy, like he's been, you know, playing for the Winnipeg Jets, uh, a guy that's beat down, slow foot speed, many injuries, and uh, Tampa Bay has injuries, so they have to throw him out there. Remember, Kevin Shattenkirk, he's not getting any younger, right? So one thing is Columbus on the forecheck, they really take advantage of these guys, and you're right. Um, Tampa Bay, a lot of their scores, like I like like Point and and Gorday, but, you know, Kucherev, even though he screwed the first goal, he can float. That's the thing. Like, these guys are put on a pedestal, but when you really break it down, I'm looking at a lot of weakness in their team. And you can say what you want about Vasilevsky. He can be good. He also lets in cheese goals. He's a guy that really gets down on himself sometimes, too. So, yeah, they're not invincible for sure. Columbus has a great chance in this series. Yeah, they really um, they really do. Uh, you know, Columbus, you know, Columbus is you know, the type of team that can play with anybody can. Yep. You know, they're, they're going to be in every hockey game and every style just because of the, the style that they play. They're sort of built. They really are built for the playoffs, uh, this, this hockey yep. team. Uh, so we got a scoreless game uh, going on uh, right now. Uh, Vegas and uh, Chicago. Uh, we're about halfway through the first period of play. Everybody you know, was talking about, oh, it's going to be so high scoring this series. I didn't think so. And neither wow. did you. 
They're, you know, you're not playing the Edmonton Oilers anymore. It's, you know what I mean? The Oilers are like a pickup beer hockey league team. They're barely an NHL team. With Connor McDavid like barely, and Drysaddle. Yeah, they're a beer league team with like a couple of like stars. Two stars. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, two yes. star players and a beer league team. It's a big difference when you play a disciplined team that's been to the cup finals uh, before, like the, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights uh, have. And, you know, it's just a different style of hockey. And you see the Blackhawks are a little bit more... You know, they're they're more in. It's very tough, Cam, after you play a series. You know, we've seen this for years in the playoffs. You play a long series against the team. That first game against the next team is tough because they're so used to playing against a certain style. Right? It's like, man, we just played five games or seven games of a, of a style. All right, we want to uh, welcome all of our radio affiliates. I'm Gabriel Morenci. We're throwing it down with the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. It's game time decisions. We'll try yep. to make the proper and profitable game time decisions. Uh, Scorers. Got a goal, Gabe. Vegas, one nothing. Nine minutes, 16 seconds in. Just, just as we talked about, Stastny. Stastny scores for Vegas. Very dangerous team. Dangerous. So what did you uh, what did you end up doing uh, with this game? Uh, because to be honest, uh, Cam, I ended up uh, playing the Captain Chalk uh, parlay. So did I. You know, I didn't like the sound of it when you brought it up uh, last night. Uh, It sounded uh, awful. On the Jackets Mm -hmm. uh, and the Knights. And then uh, Jacket uh, on the Lightning and the Jackets win. So the public parlay goes down. I didn't even play around uh, this time. I played the Vegas Golden Knights to win the game. And I have an alternate under, under eight in Carolina and Boston. <laughs> Sorry. I don't even know what to say. Alternate yeah, under eight. eight. Uh, wow, you bought, you bought, you bought, you bought, you bought two and a half pucks. That's, that's fantastic. Better than my curling teaser. I'll tell you one thing. I was, I, when I said it after your show last night too, I was just sitting there in bed and I can't sleep and I stare at the wall and go, why am I betting Tampa Bay? And the thing is, I just, you know, I, I, I didn't change it or anything. And I, yeah, you get what you ask for. Just a stupid bet. But I'm on Vegas in this game too, Gabe. Uh, the rest of them are parlayed in round robins uh, with Carolina and Dallas. But yeah, that first public parlay with uh, Vegas, uh, sorry, with uh, um, uh, Tampa Bay, Vegas. Yeah, that thing went up in smoke last night. So it's fine. We just, we got three more games on the sched. So go Vegas. I fall for it myself. I, I, yeah. I fall for it's it myself uh, you know, with, with the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning. As we stated, you know, they're one of the best teams in a regular season on an annual basis, yet they don't deliver in the postseason on an annual basis. Nope. So, uh, you know, what is it? Like, uh, shame on you. Uh, you, know, sh- you know, shame on me the second time. Me, and all I, that. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? like, shame on yourself. Yeah, we're into shame on, yeah, we're into shame yep. like 22 times. Shame on us. Uh, right yeah. now. Shame on, on uh, game time uh, decisions. Throwing it down here with the uh, the raging redhead Cam Stewart. So, uh, Cam, we got NBA bubble uh, basketball uh, as well going on. And you know, it's too much because I was ready to. All right, we'll be back in a second here. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Game Time Decisions continues. I am Gabriel Branson. We're throwing it down with the Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart. We've got NHL hockey, NBA basketball, late night Major League uh, Baseball. We'll get uh, caught up to date as far as the Wyndham uh, is concerned. And I played uh, I played more props than I usually do. I ended up playing six finishing good position. Good for you. Pro- proud of for me. I, I, yeah, well, you're proud of me. <laughs> yeah, because don't worry. We're going to do what, well this week. Reckless? Don't worry. You're proud yes, of me for being yes. reckless? That's what I do. I'm a reckless golf gambler, and you could join me being reckless betting golf. But, hey, your boy, uh, a couple guys that we talked about have started off well. So hopefully they maintain it into the weekend, Gabe. I think it's, this tournament's actually very good. And let's let's just remember, remember one thing. I have more positives. Brooks Kepka two over today. Ooh, the chalk. Justin Rose, three over today. Mm, guys are going low. So let me tell you, the only chalky player that played well, who did we talk about? Webb Simpson, four under. He's doing fine. The rest of these turkeys, I'm telling you, man, I don't know what's going on with the chalk, but these guys are struggling. Yeah, you know what? Justin Rose is uh, is interesting, isn't he, man? Like, you never – very so unpredictable. Yeah, normally, you know, like, he used to be pretty consistent, and he was, mm-hmm. he was solid as hell. He was my, yep. my major go-to guy when it came to, like, top 10 props and top 20 For sure. uh, props. Uh, but I've noticed, I don't know what it is, over the last, like, I guess, two years or so. And, yeah. and I don't want to hold anything against any any player, especially in this pandemic uh, right now. But, like, look at last week, Cam, going into the major, into the PGA. People are like, he's playing terrible. He's got nothing. Like, don't even, like, take a fade him. He might not even make the cut. The guy plays great. Now you have a, a an easy golf course, <laughs> an easy golf course, yep. a weaker field. And the guy can't get out of his own. What was he like? Plus three or something stupid? No, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah let, let me explain. Like, you know I mean? like, I'll explain something though. Justin Rose might have made the top ten last week. He was the luckiest golfer in the history of golf doing a game. I watched every <laughs> shot of that tournament. The guy's get getting pars from behind trees. It finally caught up with him. He can't hit the ball straight. So today, instead of hitting twenty footers like multiple times for par, or you know what I mean, getting up and down from any type of danger, today he did what he was supposed to do. Water found its level. It leveled out. He was three over. He shouldn't even have, like he was his ball striking in that tournament. Even the announcer said, "I can't believe this guy's on the leaderboard. He hasn't hit a fairway all day." But that's the thing about Justin Rose. He's so good, like he escapes a lot. He's got that very good escapability. That's why in the majors he, right. he does well. But in, the, in these type of tournaments, it catches up with him big time. He doesn't have uh, All right. mentally. He's not totally there. So looking uh, looking at the leaderboard, it's you know an interesting cast of characters, and not a lot of guys that we talked about yesterday, uh, actually. But it's They're only lingering. Thursday. Yeah, it's only mm-hmm. Thursday. So Harold Varner the third is eight under. And he's tied uh, with Tom Hoagie, uh, our boy uh, Hoagie. <laughs> Hoagie I want to live. I yeah. want to eat a sub. Yeah, I want to eat a Hoagie. Hoagie. I want to eat, eat a hero. Um, our boy <laughs> Roger Sloan. Hey, Sloan, pick yeah. up the pace. Hey, <laughs> Sloan. Yeah, your, bu- Sloan. your buddy in the warehouse, Sloan. <laughs> yeah, the, the rock band Sloan is named after a guy that I know. <laughs> That's not in the band Sloan. <laughs> it's kind of weird. That's right. That's yeah, pretty stupid. <laughs> <But> basically, <laughs> two of the dudes in the rock band Sloan worked in the same warehouse as a dude that I knew. And uh, basically, the dude that I knew was like a big slacker. He used to walk around slow and like just, he was just kind of slow in the warehouse. Lazy. Yeah. And the foreman Lazy. used to call him Sloan. <laughs> he was like, come on, hey, Sloan. 
like, like, instead of Sloan, he called him Sloan. Uh, yeah, the bet. So, yeah, Roger Roger Sloan, eight under. Didn't see that coming, Cam. I mean, what were the odds no. for Roger Sloan to be, like, leading after the first round, buddy? Uh, I think he was in the 125 to 1 range. <laughs> yeah, he was in. Roger Sloan was in the group at 120 to 1. It's actually funny. I have a little piece of Harold Varner because, you know, after your show, I just do some more clicking. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a reckless <laughs> golf gambler. But, but the thing is, it was actually funny, Gabe. He was 70 to 1, but now it gets split three ways, right? Because it's a three way tie. So if I put 10 bucks on it for 700 bucks, they just divvy it up three ways because Hoagie Sandwich, Sloan, and Varner all eight under. But let's talk. Next up on the list is Harris English, a guy we both like. We both, he is T4, he is in fourth right now. And my, my crazy good. long shot, my crazy long shot at 151. What you talking about, Willis? Taylor Gooch is fifth. He's five under right now and he's still on the course. The Gooch, you're get, getting things done. Yeah, I hope you have the Gooch like at a top 20 prop or something like that. I do. I have the Gooch top 20 for a lot. He's not going to be in the same position on Sunday. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's 8 to 1 top 20 or something. Way out there. Yeah. Go Gooch. So, yeah, we've got, you know, so we played six props, six top 20 uh, props. Harris English uh, is is one of them. Harris English uh, right now, um, fourth place. Uh, mm-hmm. Six under, nice start for Harris English. I think Harris English Brilliant. can uh, can win our top twenty prop. Wesley uh, Wesley Bryan, somebody that we don't have. Brian Harmon, someone that we don't have. Siwoo Kim uh, in T five. Patrick Reed, Jason Headley, Taylor Gooch, good call by you. But you know a lot of my guys can. And listen, I'm not in a panic yet. Now, my, my bigger bet, the one that I went bigger on, was the Webb Simpson to uh, to be in the um, the top twenty. That's what I. That's what I distinguish as like the sort of the safest. All right, Webb Simpson's going to be in the top twenty, minus one forty-five. Right now he's T thirteen. I like that mm-hmm. from Simpson. And what do you think about Simpson still winning this tournament? Cam still in the mix right now after the first round. Actually, a great point that you bring up. We'll take a look at all the all the live odds. But Webb Simpson, they talked about it on the broadcast today, Gabe. He was in a tournament before after the first round, 13 strokes back from the leader and came back and won in three rounds. Imagine that. Three rounds made up 13 strokes, won a tournament. He started off today poorly. He was actually one over par and then birdie, 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 birdie. This is what Webb Simpson does. Once he gets in a groove, he can go real low on this course. Oh, he can Airways dial it greens. up. Oh, yeah, big time. Well, he can dial it up. Odds right now, he is mm-hmm. still favored, but he's co-favored. Cool. Harold Vonner yep. is plus 800. Our boy mm-hmm. Harris English is plus 800. And then you got Webb Simpson at plus 800. So the odds makers have not given up on Simpson yet. No. He shot. He, he's, he's in the top 13 with not even his best golf. And the guys all ahead of him have never won before. I love Harold Varner as a person. He's probably the, one of the coolest guys on tour, wears basketball gear and stuff. Everyone loves him. He really has a problem putting four rounds together. You talk about the other guys, Sloan. These guys, they, Sloan won on the McKenzie Tour in Canada, and he's won on like the, the Hooters Tour. Yeah, he's, he doesn't he's win. He has, right now. He's a journeyman, but he's play, he, he played great today. That's the beautiful thing about golf. You can have a guy come out of the sky, but they usually only do it for one or two rounds. That's the thing. So I would have made Webb Simpson... Of, uh... The favorite two at Marenzi Stewart Sports. Paul Casey yep. now. I got Paul Casey to be in the top 20. He's uh, I like 25th that play. right now. He was three under. There. And this is another one. Look, he shot 67. The course played like a mini putt today. So mm-hmm. he shot 67. And the guy's in 25th place. Goes to show like the type of caliber, you know, the, the, the way the course is playing here. Same thing. I feel comfortable 
about Casey being in the top 20. So yeah, you're right. Listen, we got we got Webb Simpson. We've got uh, we got Casey lingering uh, right now. We got Harris English. You yes. know what golfer I jumped in on though, Cam? And um, I actually took Casey to win as well. I took three guys to win. I took Webb Simpson ten to one to win. Paul Casey mm-hmm. twenty to one to win. Fanduel. And uh, I jumped in on somebody that I knew that you liked a bit too. And he's disappointing me a little bit right now because I've got him top twenty as well. Sungjae Ain. What do you what do you make of uh, Sungjae's yeah. game so far? Yes, Sungjae is one under. I'm not going to panic yet, but when guys are going that low, you'd prefer your guy to be at least two or three under to be kind of satisfied. Anything like even. That's why Brooks Kepkin and Rose have problems. They're plus two and three. Those are a lot of strokes to make up. But Gabe, that's the thing on this course. You can go low. I don't like the way he finished. He had it to a three under and he bogeyed some holes, but I'm not worried about him. I think a lot of guys are still live. Like, you know, Chez Reeves, a guy that I jump on. I think he'll play very, very well. So remember, this is one round of a golf tournament. Colin Morikawa, after the first couple rounds, was eight strokes back or whatever, and he won the tournament. I don't even worry about this stuff till Saturday. Usually, sometimes even Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not in a panic uh, either as well. Nope. I jumped in on Jordan Spieth to be uh, top twenty. Where is and... Spieth? I haven't seen him on the leaderboard. Yeah, well, that, he... that's 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 my point. <laughs> that's my point. <laughs> I, I'm scrolling. I can't find him. Yeah. Keep, keep scrolling. Keep Scroll, scrolling. Keep scrolling. I'm still scrolling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decision continues. I am Renzi. We're throwing it down with the raging redhead uh, Cam Stewart. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies up uh, right now with about a minute uh, left. They're going to win this basketball game. They're up mm-hmm. by 12. And Phoenix, Phoenix, um, uh, Phoenix rolling right now. They're about to win. They're up by uh, 26. So it's 122 to 96 with about two minutes left there. Memphis are about to win. And this really throws everything off because I played a parlay <laughs> earlier with all these teams that need to win in the NBA camp. So basically, I was like, you know what? They all need to win. And their opponents are all resting players, like literally yes. and fairly. Like, if you look at somebody's starting lineups today, it's basically like G League uh, day. It so, is. so you look like Phoenix rolled, Memphis rolled, and it put put me in a situation though. So I played the San Antonio Spurs. They should have had all these games at once, but they can't. <laughs> like, like mm-hmm. normally they would. Like, you know what I mean, Cam? Like in the NFL. Like when there's playoff scenarios in baseball yeah. and like sports. Soccer does it the best. Like, yeah. Soccer like, does yeah, it yeah, the you best. Guys are too they get it. You're going to throw exactly. the match if you know what happened. So we're going to make you play all at the same time. And not only that, we're not even going to put the score in the building. <laughs> like, we're going to yeah. block you from the score if we can. Right? Like they really go out of their way. So long, basically here, um, the way that it goes uh, San Antonio are screwed. They needed at least two of the three teams to lose between Phoenix, yeah. Memphis, and Portland. Even if Portland loses, Done. San Antonio's on the yeah. outside looking in. So Two teams. It, yeah. So suddenly this game, and it's the problem with betting a bubble, Cam. 
So basically, we find out about five minutes before the game. The game's meaningless. But yeah, it's, just listening, just yeah. listening to what you're saying. I don't know what you have on the parlay. If you've clipped a few legs, just go against San Antonio tonight and try to win some money, right? No, nah, I'm not. I'm not abandoning ship. You know what? I, you know what? Because I, I believe they're they're not going to sit the Marta Rosen and stuff. Like they're not going to sit their guys now. Even like even though they know, kind of like you know, they're already on the court as it is. They kind of knew already, kind of going out there, but. They battled hard. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that they're not going to clear the bench in the fourth quarter or something like that. But mm-hmm. I don't think suddenly they're going to say, okay, tomorrow the game doesn't mean anything, so you're not playing anymore. It's the last game of the year. Like, you know what I mean? It could be his last game as a spur, like, type thing. Like, That's a good the point. guy's been hot. They're going to roll him out there and play. Like, I, I would expect DeMar DeRozan to play the game uh, tonight because I don't think you get up for a game. And then tell the guys two minutes before the game, all right, we're tapped out. You know what I mean? I think they're just going to grow out there. I still, you know, I'm not panicked. I still think San Antonio can win this game outright against Utah's G League team. And then tonight, we got the Blazers, who um, the Blazers are basically in. Um, It all depends on what happens with them tonight. So basically, some of the, the, the scenarios, as far as the Portland Trailblazers, if Portland win, they're the eighth seed. Suddenly, like they're they're the eight seed, but they then would play a play-in series with the Memphis Grizzlies, and Memphis Memphis would be the nine seed. So essentially, Memphis would have to beat Portland twice, or Portland would have to win once. <laughs> Portland Memphis will win once. Is not beating Damian Lillard twice, bro. Not now. You're no, nope, not no. They're no. not. Remember, remember the they played earlier, Gabe. Just be over. Remember we being. It'll be over. Remember when we started the when we started this thing, uh, the bubble games. I think one of the first games we did on GTD was that start between Memphis and Portland. It was a great game. Uh, Memphis battled back, and they ended up losing that game in overtime. That was before uh, Dame Lillard was not even on fire. This Portland team's just getting better all the time. So sorry, Memphis. I think uh, the Grizz are in big trouble. Those Bears don't have the talents, Gabe. Sorry, Blazers roll. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then suddenly we're going to get the Blazers versus the Lakers in the playoffs. Perfect. Which is something. Lakers are <laughs> yeah, dealing well, a hot that's team. Something that, that's <laughs> tough. And a lot of time, most of the time, almost like you could say almost all of the time, in the NBA for the most part, an eight seed versus a one seed is a joke. Like, you know, you look like the Orlando Magic. I don't know, Milwaukee are actually vulnerable, but not by Orlando, they're not. Um, no. But, you know, generally... Gen- generally, you know, there's guys. You look look at the history of the NBA. The the the, the eight beaten ones are few and far between. Uh, Denver Nuggets the with the Kembe Matumbo against the Seattle SuperSonics team with yeah, Sean that Kemp. That team doesn't even exist uh, anymore. That's all you yeah, need to know exactly. about that. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> magical. Like yeah, that, that team, team was lethal. Uh, nope. Didn't the, the Warriors beat the Mavericks, right? Or yeah, was it the I think it's happened. Yeah. Warriors. Uh, I think it's happened like two or three times only. It doesn't happen. That's basically what we're telling you. It happens like once a decade. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It happens. (laughs) It's happened like two or three times in the last 25 years, guys, essentially. All right. Mm. I remember. Yeah. The the Matumbo. No, no. That's when the famous no, no, no was born. No. Um, No. The Matumbo. I remember he collapsed and he was crying under the basket and stuff. Yeah. The Mavericks went down against the Warriors once. The Warriors are like an eight seed and knocked them off. But Portland are not a normal eight seed. 
And, no, they're not. And this is not a normal season, right? It's not no. like an eight and you're on the road, you're on a neutral court, you're in a bubble. And Portland, we're in the Western Conference Finals last year, guys. Like, Portland aren't like some, you know, Portland aren't the Orlando Magic, right? Or the Sacramento Kings or something like that. They've got Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, um, Carmelo Anthony's balling right now. They've got Big guys are healthy. Back. Yeah, Gary exactly. Gary is killing it. No one knows who this guy is, man. He never misses a three. Um, you go down the list. Like, they've just got ballers on the team. They've got good team chemistry. And they're not scared of LeBron James. Damian Lillard I think they could beat the Lakers by LeBron or Davis. Like that's this the is thing not a hot the Blazers. Mm-hmm. They're not scared of anybody. Exactly. The Lakers too, Gabe. Think about this with all their with LeBron and AD. Any type of injury, any type of problem, the thinness compared to Portland and the way Portland's playing now. I got to be honest with you. I want to bet Portland. I think they can play with them. Oh, so do I. I'm actually buying in that because, you know, I've, I've, I've been locked in that it's going to be the Lakers and the Clippers. Uh, it's going to be the Lakers and the Clippers in, in the Western Conference Finals. But both these teams are somewhat vulnerable. The Lakers are, are fragile. They're an injury away from disaster right now, the Lakers. Like, they really are. And, you know, they're a two-man operation. And it's hard to win with two men in, in today's NBA. It's not the old days where it's like, you know, the big, you know, the two, so to speak. So the Lakers are vulnerable. And I wonder if AD can play every second day through four rounds in the playoffs and the grind and when it starts getting really physical and stuff. Great player, but can he stay on the court? That That's an issue. You look at the Clippers. The Clippers are dangerous just because Kawhi is that good. But I don't think they're all on the same page either, to be honest. You got guys that were in and out of the bubble. You know, Kawhi, you can see Kawhi's frustration on the court uh, the other night where he visibly is like he gave up on a play. Kawhi, like, which is Kawhi's changed, bro. I remember when he was on the Spurs, he was just sort of like, I'll just score 21 points and whatever it takes to win the game. It was Nick Nurse, the Raptors. We turned him into a monster. Like we gave him, like Nick Nurse kissed his ass so much. And they said, I'll give him the ball. Let him shoot. Isolate. He, this guy, he's Kobe Bryant now, bro. Like, Kawhi does not pass the ball. Like, his look at him, his, his assist totals. Like, he does not pass the ball. The ball dies when it gets to him. It's interesting, like, how he's changed offensively, and he's got a taste for the ball now where he expects the ball every damn possession. And they didn't get it to him, and he visibly just gave up after. And I'm like, wow. Like, wow, that's not the Kawhi. You know what I mean? Like, to me, yeah, you can just, you he's just lost count. his compete like, level, I think. He's lost a little bit of that Kawhi. A little bit, yes. Yes. Yeah, No, I'm not going to say totally, house, but when home, you right, when you watch him now, he is not the same. Like, let's just say you're before right. he was hungry, 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 hungry. He's still hungry, he but he's not. He in Toronto. You're yes. right. He smiles yes. more now, the stuff. Like, yes. <laughs> he's he's softer now. Success brings softness. just softer. a little bit. He's got that little edge off, you're right. Yes, it's no, he's still hungry. It's easy too. He's yes. in California. He's a laid-back guy to begin with. Life is good. He's finally back where he wants to be. He's got hundreds mm-hmm. of millions of dollars. He's the best player in the world. And he, you know, you're right. I, I agree. He's lost just a little bit of that edge. Just a little and bit. Another thing is, mm-hmm. I think that I think his teammates piss him off. I think. Yeah, like, he's disappointed he in them. He calls yeah, like them out all the time. It's like, it's not a, this is like, not a mystery game. He goes to strip clubs, doesn't <laughs> yes, play defense. Yes. 
Patrick Beverly never shuts up, never does anything, but he runs his mouth all the time. Paul George thinks he's me. Like, you go down the list, like, and I think Kawhi's just sort of frustrated a little bit with the idiots that he plays with sometimes, Cam. <laughs> Grass isn't like, always greener on the other side, man. Exactly. When inter- Raptors, inter- Sergi Buck yes. is a pro. Like, Gasol's a pro. Kyle Lowry, like, they're all where they're supposed to be, right? The Clippers aren't. Like, the Clippers are just more of a sort of a freak show, and I think it frustrates him a little bit. I think it's a combination of both, Cam. You're right. I think he's lost a little bit. Not, like you said, we're not saying Kawhi's lost his edge. I'm just saying he's gone from, like, 12 on 10 to 9 on 10. Yep. And I agree. He, he's gone from being insane to, like, not insane, but, like, into it. But he's not insane. And I think he's just frustrated by, by the team by the decisions that they make on and off the court. Like, remember, like, during the year, even, he goes, these guys just think that we're just going to win because it's the playoffs. You're right. They don't Take a look. you got to build it up. Like, he's called them out a lot over the year. You're right. Here's the thing. The Clippers, because of Paul George and these guys, they, they think they can just automatically win uh, because of the talent that they have. The Raptors worked at their craft. They got better. Look at Gasol. He, what he did to his body and Lowry. He's getting older and better. Like, it's crazy. The Raptors worked, worked, worked. Well, the Clippers just think, oh, well, I don't think they put in the effort that they need to put in. It's, a hard, it's hard to win the title. I think the Clippers can win a title, but I don't know if it's going to be this year. And they got two more years after this to do it because yeah. it's a three-year deal. Game time is exactly. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, game time decisions continues. I am Lorenzo. We're throwing it down to Raging Red Hat Cam Stewart. NHL hockey continues. It's a 2 nothing right now, early in the second period of play. And, you know, Cam, you know, if you notice, so each team, even though it's the playoffs right now, it's basically it's a unique situation due to the pandemic. So, like, yeah. you know, normally you don't have to deal with the home broadcasters <laughs> during the playoffs, like their national games, you know what I mean? Yeah. But... It's a pandemic, and no one's at the venue, so it's a weird deal. And the network's lost games. So the local networks are getting to do these games. And you'll notice the ads. <laughs> it's like only Vegas, bro. Like, so like every team has ads along, along the, the boards. Vegas has like a hologram on the glass behind the net. <laughs> Of like a sleazeball attorney, an injury yeah, personal exactly. injury. It's the best. It's the best. I'm thinking like, I love Vegas. it. It's like they're at like the gun store. Like, you know what I mean? The gun store. Yeah. The condom depot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Condom Hurt. depot. Yeah, yeah. Hurt on your trip. I, 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 you only pay me if I win your case. It's like, guys, it's like, come on. Man. It's the NHL. Can we have guys, a little class fall- here? We have a little class <laughs> Fall in the casino? Oh, Call me. Yeah. Were the Sapphire stairs too steep? Club. Yeah, jail oh, bond. Like, you know what I mean? Like, get a bondsman. Like, <laughs> it's yeah, awesome. I love it. I, oh, they sure do, man. Yeah, they got greasy. Like, they got greasy, like, greasy everybody here. Like when I saw the ad on the hologram on the glass, I was like, what the hell? 
And I was like, why do they have, like, why is there, like, a sleazeball, like, sleazeball attorney on? Um, and then, I, then I'm like, oh, it's Vegas. That's right. And I'm like, oh, that's right. They have the Vegas local ads. So, like, we're seeing what they see in Vegas. Like, they put it on a hologram cam, like, on the boards. You know what I mean? Like, they can change it's it. It's not like they put stickers up or anything, right? Great technology there. Remember the old days, Cam? They used to do that. And you'd see the guys skate through it and stuff. <laughs> like, I know. Like I remember in the yeah. old days, like, you know, there'd be like Hershey chocolate bar. Like, and you'd see Mario Lemieux skate through it. And yeah. it'd be like, yeah, your technology. Like, you know, remember like it was like the first down line. Like you used to see guys step on it. No, that's bro, right. You can't even tell. Like I couldn't tell that Adidas logo during the MLS was on the field or not. I was like, is that on the field? Or is that like a hologram? Like, I can't even it looks tell. It's great. Very it was slick. a hologram. <laughs> it, was it, it, it was perfect. Yeah, yeah, no, you're thinking, did that guy cut the grass that well? I know, I'm yeah, thinking I know. the same thing. <laughs> I go, wow, they got the best greenskeeper ever. Hire him at Augusta. No, you're right. Uh, Even Vegas, yeah. they got the sleaziest guys, man. It's the best. Yeah, just, I yeah, love they're, they're at, they're at <laughs> the local the bail bondsman. Yeah. <laughs> you, you need bail, got arrested. DUI, DUI attorneys. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> Vegas and Buffalo are the same. Like, you know, yeah. and you know, if you know, half of Buffalo retires in Vegas, like Brian Blessing. That's true. Uh, does. Yeah. Every Brian every Blessing. ticket, every sports <laughs> ticket taker, I'm telling you, like 90% of the sports ticket takers, all right, in, in Vegas are either from Illinois or Buffalo, like western New York. Like every guy, like you when you, I'm talking about you go in like, go in and place a bet at a casino. And there's going to be a guy, he's going to look like Brian Blessing, and you're going to say, where are you from, buddy? Ah, I'm from Syracuse. I'm from Rochester. <laughs> or I'm from outside Chicago. <laughs> like, every one of them, uh, it's like a thing. It's just, it's like, you know, it's a thing. The Blackhawks have just scored 2-1. Yes, they have. Mm. Is this an opportunity to jump in here with a, um, with a total bet? A little in-game total? I don't know, Gabe. All I know is uh, I got Vegas minus one and a half, too, so I always want to see them up, too. The empty net is still a factor, but we're only in the second period here. I don't know. What's the live total? I want a seven and a half. You're not, uh, not, not going to give it to me. No, no, no yeah, give you Gabe, I'm, like you at the, I'm like you at the butcher. I, I want, like, you know, it's like the Boston Carolina. You got a good laugh out of that when I told you I got a parlay under eight. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? It's, the total's five and a half. <laughs> it, cost, it cost me three fifty to do it. Well, of it was course minus three fifty. Yeah, it was minus yes. three fifty to do that. Wow, that's. I'll be honest with you. I yes. got mad. I was watching a game, and I got mad because I was losing a bet. I was like, son of a. I'm like, oh yeah, it was the Columbus Tampa game. So I'm like, this is just great. I'm like, now I don't have any money on Vegas, and the game had started. I was like, this is just great. You know when, like, you do the spite anger bet right after a loss? I did I'm it like, twice today. Yeah, I'm yep. like, man, and I was panicking. I'm like, I don't know what to parlay. I'm like, man, I'm just going to lay. I'm just gonna play Vegas minus 220. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even care. I'm just playing Vegas minus 220. But I haven't had a very good start to the day, Cap. I'm not going to lie. It's like, I got to start putting some Ws on the board here. And I do have a lot of back end of parlays that are about to start cashing it. But I, I started getting mad. I was like, I'm not, I'm not laying 210 or 220. I'm not doing that. So 
then I was in a panic. I was like, I got to get this parlay in before they score and the number gets crazy. You know what I mean? When you do an in game, like you miss yep. the beginning of the game. I'm like, I had a feeling. I'm like, Vegas is going to score soon and it's going to be like minus 400 and you're going to miss out on this. So I was like, figure something out fast. So I click Vegas and then I stumble onto the alternate totals <laughs> of, wow. of like Carolina and Boston. And I'm like, nah, six and a half. I could lose it. So, you know, I'm like, Keep going. Keep going. I got it to eight. I got that's, it that's, to eight. I got to be say. I got to say that's just, uh, I don't even know what to say. That's just, I'm going to tell you one thing. If you had more time, you know what you could have done? You could have gone Vegas over under. You just take the under on one. And you take the over on other. You do two separate parlays for a couple hundred bucks and they'll pay good because it's a parlay. You gas one, you win the other. And you don't have to worry about is, eight and a half. <clears throat> but this is, this is minus, it's only minus 135. Oh, with, I didn't with eight Vegas. goals? Holy jeez, that's a yeah, great I number. Parlayed. I haven't parlayed with Vegas. Not parlay. even minus one enough just to win the game with that? Wow, yeah, that's Vegas nuts. I, I like that parlay, too. Vegas to goals? win the game and under eight in Carolina and, and Boston. I would have made that like minus a Wow, I thought it would be minus 200 or more. That's a, That's amazing. Like, that's shocking, actually. Because Vegas is minus 210 in their game, and the total of the other game's five and a half. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, you know what? Because I guess maybe Vegas would... I didn't even look. I think I guess Vegas went down 20 cents or something because it started or whatever. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's what it is. Hey, listen, that's not in the bag yet, though. I don't know. Is, is no. Carolina and Boston going to open up tonight? As Could long be. as it don't I, go 4-4. Four, four. so. Imagine it's 4-4. Four, four. I don't even want to... Uh, I'm not even going to crack well, that joke. Be. Like, four, Dude, four, I had another two and a half in that stupid soccer game. Congratulations to Lipzig to making it advancing. Um, yeah, big choke job by Athletic, Atletico Madrid. I had under two and a half. They scored like uh, in the 88th minute, man. It's been one of those... Oh, days. Basically, it's soccer, bro. Like soccer, like MLS, all the soccer... Every time I bet soccer, I get screwed in the last minute. Like, it's just, it is what it is. And then I got to try to get the money back with these other sports. It's frustrating. Yeah, it is very frustrating. But uh, I got to believe eight goals in that game. Like, I'm just going to say, I know the total's there. But honestly, you got you got decent goaltending there. You, teams that are, like, eight goals is a lot to ask in a playoff hockey game, man. That's like Vegas, Chicago, maybe one time if Vegas just goes banana, but Carolina, Boston, mm, I don't know, man. Unless something crazy happens, it, it, it depends on the ref. If the ref wants to give you five on threes and penalties all night, then you'll be sweating it out. If it's if it's called like a playoff the game, ref, you'll be and, fine. Yeah, it's and I exactly don't know. the truth. I don't know how the refs gonna call. That's the problem. I don't exactly. Know. No. Um, the refs were pretty pretty uh, whistle happy actually in the game one of this series. They weren't letting stuff mm-hmm. go. There were a lot of power plays. That's so true. Boston, Boston's minus 140. The Canes are plus 120. Total's five and a half. Lee, I like the under here. I'm looking at the under. I got the under eight, but I still like the under five and a half. I'd like more with the Canes. Are the Bruins to play here at minus 140? I can't bet on them. Oh. It's, a, it's, it's almost a thing. I'm a like sucker. A, I hate them that much. I can't bet on them. <laughs> I'm a sucker. I'm, I took Carolina. Um, you're not going to get any more than that because the other game was close. Uh, they just got to tighten up a little bit, Gabe. I think they can be okay. Um, Brindamore got fined for calling the, he called the league a joke for that second goal, which I totally agree with him. The goal he had. So how is it then 
um, the goaltender freezes the puck and then you call it a goal when the play is dead once the goaltender freezes the puck. So you know what? If I was a coach of that team, I'd tell them to get bent too. And you know what? Uh, Chris Lee. Carolina wins Chris Lee was the referee. Yeah, he was the referee of that game. And he's terrible. He's terrible. He's the worst. He's terrible. And I remember, I think he's a Bruins fan. I really do. He's from Brunswick. They're all Bruin fans from out there. And um, I know he lives in Montreal, bro. He's from St. John's, New Brunswick, but he lives in Montreal. And I remember there was a big controversy in Montreal years ago when I was the Canadians uh, postgame host in which it was discovered basically he hates the Canadians. And, but he lives in Montreal. Like people are like, "Oh, he lives in Montreal," but he's not a homer. He actually hates them. And I think he did a Boston Montreal series, and he just screwed the Canadians the whole time. I'm telling you, I think he's a Bruins guy, bro. Like he he screwed the Canes. Like, hey, listen, there's going to be a wrong call every now and then, but it was repeated throughout the game. It was pretty clear. It was like, yeah, you guys well, want Boston to win, don't you? Like you don't want Carolina to win this game. There's a big difference between a call and a rule that a guy made up, basically on the spot. He made up a rule. First of all, if a, it's what I said. The puck is frozen. And first of all, it was already hit with a high stick. The go- Mrazek has the puck there. That's a dead play. Be with, no. Oh, no. oh, he swept it. It was all in one motion. No, it wasn't. I see, We watched it a million times. Anyway, bottom line is this. Carolina understands how important this game is. They lose this game. They're done. They show up today. They're, they're going to think it's a game seven. Give me the Canes. You're not going to get a lot of money because I think they were a publicly, publicly bet too. also gave in the first game. A lot of people faded Boston. I'm not getting off this Carolina bandwagon yet. I think they get it done. I want more than plus one. I'm like you. Can I get more than plus 125? But I can't. So good luck, Carolina. Oh, Carolina. Let's do this. Uh, hopefully it's sweet Caroline tonight. Yeah, sweet. And, and you got, what about Dallas? This basically Dallas and Calgary is a straight pick of minus 110. Dallas. On both sides. I'm on Dallas. This is... This really is Dallas. a must-win game for the Dallas Stars. Like they, need, they can't go down to now. They need to win this game tonight. I know it's good for the league when they have all those ties and stuff. And this is the one game I think all series are tied at one, except for the Vegas series. I'm on Dallas, Gabe. I really believe that last game they were down two to nothing. They didn't play that well. Hudobin, uh, his lateral movement was a little bit shaky. They understand. They can they they can play with Calgary. I give Calgary a lot of credit though. You know, people r- ride them off and they beat Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah Winnipeg was right. shorthanded, but they got, they got it done. Calgary's playing better, but Dallas still has the veterans on that team to win in a must-win game and a pick 'em. Give me the Stars. Yeah, I don't really. We don't really have a choice but to go back to the Dallas Stars uh, here mm-hmm. the, this evening. After we you know we took them uh, we took them in game one, and you're right. People have underestimated, including myself. Uh, the the Calgary Flames. You know they're not a terrible. They're not a bad team. No, they're good. They're um, good. They're okay. I don't think yeah, they're great. It, they're good. It was a good you know? matchup for them against the Winnipeg Jets, and then they, sure they was. hurt everybody. <laughs> that mm-hmm. just not yeah, they did a very out. they did a very good job injuring the, the Jets players. Yes, <laughs> great strategy. <laughs> hey, it worked. That's the thing. It worked, and Buddy didn't even get nothing happened you, to Kachuk. We were here a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a couple of years. People keep talking. Oh, Kachuk this, Kachuk. No one ever does anything about it. So he keeps I doing know. it. I know. Exactly. You know, Drew Doughty, you know, hit him with a stick and speared him a couple of times. And I think Doughty might have gotten suspended for hitting him with a stick or something once. But uh, for the most part, like, no one ever really, 
you know, you know, just drops the gloves and kills them uh, for and after the fact. Yeah, must win, must win situation for the Dallas Stars uh, tonight. We'll hit some baseball on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Well, we discussed earlier the situation that the uh, San Antonio Spurs found themselves in. They needed two of the three teams to lose that were ahead of them. So they needed two of the three teams between Memphis, Phoenix, and Portland to lose their basketball games uh, today. It didn't happen. Memphis and Phoenix both won, which mathematically eliminated the San Antonio Spurs. And even though those other stupid games were going on even then, and I said, no, nah, they're not really going to do this, are they? They actually sat everybody. They pulled the plug. DeMar DeRozan's not playing. Wow. Rudy Gay's not playing. They sat everybody. They really did. They tapped out. And um, as it is right now, of course, just because whatever, bro, you can't make this up, the Utah Jazz have their starters out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they're going to win by like Even 30. though... <laughs> Great. Even though they're <laughs> locked in already, to it's Utah and Denver. Utah is playing Denver. I don't know. Mm. Like maybe Donovan Mitchell's not going to play the whole game here and stuff. But this is what I get for betting the last day of the NBA bubble, bro. Yeah. Well, the worst thing is, is like all the all you know all the stuff went according to plan except for except for that game, right? It's a tough situation. You know what the the best scenario would be if San Antonio could get a lead and then you could just buy back and you know hopefully that the parlay hits, but. Yeah, no, that's that's ridiculous. Uh, this NBA stuff with guys not starting, starting, it's been an absolute roller coaster. Very hard to bet on these things when nothing's ever known, right? Tomorrow's the last day, actually. I said today's the last day. Exactly. But like, it's the Tomorrow's, last day yeah. for these teams. It was their last game. But the actual NBA bubble regular season ends tomorrow. And uh, and then we uh, we tip off on Monday, man. NBA uh, NBA playoffs. Um, right, ready to rock and roll. Um, so, um, 29-22 right now for the Utah Jazz, because of course it is. Because of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? Just say it's one of these days today, Cam, where I'm making bad decisions and I'm getting screwed over. So we'll hit these baseball games yet. at the start of, uh, yeah, you're right. We got hockey still to win. We'll hit the baseball in-game live coming up on the other side after these messages. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 